Marketing, loaning out your slave, a tub full of eels, and more. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well as Simply Fun Kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcastnetwork.com. You can now purchase books by Dan and Dawn, as well as Kickstarter cards online. And they make great Christmas gifts. Head over to eroticawakening.com and click on the link to buy Dan and Dawn. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you're offended by adult topics or presented by we recommend you stop listening right now. That's prohibited by law. We should have that in there. <laughs> we should have that in there, I suppose. Stop listening right now. So, And I did say our... our oh, hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. <laughs> I did say that our stuff makes great Christmas gifts. Yes. But we're only a couple of days away from Christmas. Are you done with all your shopping? Yes. I Think actually about had, that for a second, but yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I had uh, one thing uh, left hanging out there that I'd ordered that hadn't arrived yet. And it came in the mail today. So oh, really? Is that the one from long, long, far, far away? It is indeed. Nice, nice. So obviously it's not for me because I know what it is. <laughs> Good point. Do you know what it is or you just know where it's from? No, I think you told me what it was. Oh, well, there you go. So, cool. Uh, although one of the Mac packages came in in the original packaging. And it was just dumb luck that you don't know what that one is because it said it had a big picture on it right oh, on the package. Good. <laughs> good. So, yes, lots of Amazon shopping for Dan and Dawn. We uh, sat on the couch on a Tuesday, went through our shopping list, bought everything, started getting it on the Thursday. Although I did do some shopping at the Holiday Bazaar at the Space yesterday. Mm. Uh, Sheba put that on at uh, here in the Columbus, Ohio. We had uh, 17 vendors. Nice, nice. Yep. I got to um, float around for a little bit before I headed out to Dayton for a poly um, potluck, mm-hmm. so Polly Christmas potluck with uh, Big D and his wife. But um, great vendors. I actually found something that I was okay with buying because I knew I hadn't put it on any of my Christmas list. <laughs> oh, and uh, side note, uh, Mas- uh, Mr. Malaprop is going to be vending for us at PXS. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know if you knew that. No, well, he's been there the last... Four out of five Has years. He been four yeah. Out of, yeah. So it'll be our fifth year coming up. Great. So, and he's still having a great time and doing great there, so why not? It's really neat when I watch people walk out and I'm like, oh, did you get something good? And they show me what they got. And I'm like, oh, you got a malaprop. Mm Because you can just tell his style. It is just, it's beautiful and very unique. Absolutely. People are very happy to uh, have one of his toys. So our uh, topic today is, um, there's two parts to our topic. Um, Do you want to explain what our topic is? I will. I will. So um, this was asked of me just a little while ago, and um, I told them we would discuss it on the podcast because it would be more of a full answer if they get mine and your response on this. So here's how it goes. And I like to read them just so I don't miss anything. It says, I have a question regarding something in a two-part podcast you and Dan had a while back about how to make a slave feel owned. One of the things that was mentioned was lending a slave to another master for a time. My master and I have discussed the idea and have decided it's something we would like to do, except we're more interested in a couple, sort of a mentoring training arrangement. The question is, can this lending be for an indeterminate amount of time? So that's their first question. And, and then um, the, other, the other question is, is just that they are out in the boonies and they're not exactly sure how to find another master slave well, couple. For the boonies question, we have a fantastic answer for them. But and we'll get there in a moment. Um, the first part, though, is the so um, 
if you are looking, your master's looking to loan you out to a couple as a slave training situation. And that's a fantastic thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's a nice flexing of power as well as it. Dawn can serve me at this point without a whole lot of hassle. It's really easy for her to do, what do you call that, uh, preemptive service? Yeah, I think that's what it's called, preemptive service. Uh, there's another word there's for it. There's a better it, word for it, I as a matter of fact. And I can't think of it. Yes. Um, proactive, preemptive. Oh, there's another word. I like word. proactive service. We'll use yes. that. We'll okay. use that for today. So the trick is to, when you send, if I were to send you over to serve uh, Master Fire Ma'am, who I ran into the other day, then you, of course, you know who they are, but you don't know what they like or even what beverage they prefer. Right. So uh, a lot of being on your toes. And, of course, you want to be a good reflection of your master. You know, you want the uh, person to speak well of you after the fact and say, oh, well, they served me quite well. Absolutely. So it's, there's a lot of opportunity there. Um, so we're going to take this from the perspective of what if it was Dan and Dawn that they were going to lend their slave out to. Ooh. So here's what I would recommend that we do. First off, um, you want to set up, uh, as they mentioned, right, this is done, the lending for an, an intermediate amount of time, right? So we're going, to have, we're going to set the amount of time that it's for. You could do it for a couple of hours, uh, just that, you know, for the amount of time that it pre preparing and serving a meal, if this now there's two ways that we could be doing this. We could be doing this from a sex slave perspective or just from a service perspective, mm -hmm. right? Neither one is good, bad, right, wrong, better than the other. It's just a matter of what it is that you want to accomplish. We see the sex slave part of it in the fantasy world a lot. Right. And I was going to say it depends on our mood and the day as to which one we would prefer. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um we would never turn down a sex slave just to be clear. But so one of the things, but so we'll get into that for a moment. But first, what, what is that amount of timing? And you can absolutely set that timing. And there's nothing wrong with that. You say, hey, for this time to this time, you are this person's slave. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it could be days, could be months, could be hours, all a matter of what you're trying to accomplish and what actually works for everybody. If we get into the weeks perspective, there's logistics. So, for example, uh, if you are going to send your slave to Dawn and I for a week, and we'll say the second week in January. Okay. Dawn and I are working most of the time during that week in January. So having the person, you know, how, you know, if you're expected to be on stage the whole time, well, guess what? Eight hours a day, we're not going to even be there. Another eight hour days, we're going to be sleeping. So it's going to be us in our real world situation. Mm -hmm. um, so that, you know, logistics like that, the, the fact that we're going to need food, you know, where are they actually physically going to sleep? There's certain Maslow hierarchy of needs, things that have to be accounted for. Mm -hmm. But again, that if you're getting into the weeks or the months sort of situation. Um, so set the time. Yeah, absolutely. You can set your time. You want to set what those parameters are. You know, um, this is your property. Do with it what you will. If that's what you're sending me, then I'm going to respond very clearly to say, oh, good. Uh, here's the one. And now I wouldn't lend my straight, my slave out to a stranger. Right. So I'm not worried that they're going to get, they're going to come home with a tattoo. Mm -hmm. Oh, you said it could do it everywhere. Or branded or, or branded worse, or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, but if you were to say, this is your property, do with it, whatever you will. 
Sounds great. I hope that on the sly, at least you said, oh, by the way, use safer sex practices. Right. Um, if it goes that way. Now, granted, you might lend me your slave for three days, and it might be three days I don't feel like using them sexually. Mm-hmm. Right? They might come with the idea of, ooh, I'm going to get to be somebody's sex slave for three days. And Instead, they, they're going to come home smelling like Lysol. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So they've walked the dog, they've washed the car, they've taken out right. the trash, they've, you know, they've been service slaves. On my uh, FetLife profile, I actually have a, a definition of property versus slave. And that's a situation where you're more property, where I don't know what I'm going to do. So if mm-hmm. these um, people who are writing us said, yep, I'm going to send my slave to you, Dan and Dawn, do with them whatever you want as property, mm-hmm. I say, okay, great. But I'm not going to make any plans whatsoever, and I'm going to use them the way I feel like using them when I get here. Right. Uh, that was kind of a harsh, um, uh, harsh situation for one person who is my property, who one event was coming up. I said, oh, good, you're going to come to the event. Make sure your life can be arranged for that. Mm-hmm. And then we went to another event, and I said, I don't want you to go to this event. I don't need your presence there. So stay here and uh, uh, water the dog. Mm-hmm. You know? And one of them is more fun than the other. Right. So, so you don't know what you get when you do that, but you know that that is something to to look at. You know what kind of parameters are you going to put on it? What kind of parameters as a slave do you want? Would you you know what, what would? I know we get into this whole thing. Oh, I'm just your slave. I'll do whatever you say, which is fine. But as a slave, if you were running this as a fantasy in your mind, that was actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. What are the, the parameters that would make it feel like um, more? yummy to you more yummy um i would want to know that you had talked to them even if i don't know what you guys talked about so you know actually i would want to talk to you about it because i would want to know okay you've turned me over to these people to do with what they will what happens if they try to have sex without using safer sex practices am i supposed to speak up am i supposed to just believe that you've already talked talk to them and things are safe, you know, because in my head, I'm supposed to be following their rules as if they were your rules. Mm-hmm. So if they come to me without safer sex practices, I'm going to be in a conundrum mm-hmm. because, you know, my rules are supposed to use safer sex practices, but you've talked to them and now I'm supposed to follow, but I don't know what you've talked about. Right. So what, you know, so the important, important stuff like that, you know, that would be something that I would want to talk to you about beforehand to see how I'm supposed to handle that as your property, you know, um, so that, that I would want to know. Um, I would want to know if there are safe words, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you can take them away from me for this purpose. But do I have them? You know, what happens if they're, you know, they don't know my past baggage. What happens if they trigger me? How am I supposed to handle that? How are they supposed to handle that? You know, so it's more logistics like that, the real important stuff. So if that's covered, then what would make it yummy is knowing that I have to follow their every command. Mm -hmm. Hoping they would use me sexually. 
I can clean my own bathroom in my own home. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, go clean in someone else's bathroom. Not so sexy appealing sounding to me, though I do like service. So if even if that's done in a way where there is an absolute power exchange and I can feel that power exchange, that would be sexy for mm-hmm. me too. And I'm sure it would matter. It would be influenced by who it is that we're sending you off to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we use the example of Master Fireman, who you vaguely know from five years ago, vaguely but you don't know. really know them, well, right? It's actually kind of funny because you may not remember this, using them as an example. Mm-hmm. Her and I actually butted heads about 10 years ago over a subject online. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. a long time ago. But we've talked since then. Everything's okay. So it's kind of, I know we're a little bit to remember we butted heads, but I can't remember what it was okay. about. So, But the, the difference between that and, say, um, uh, Master Griffin and Slave Anne, right. right, who you're far more familiar with, and you trust them, right? They may, you, too, you, could, you would have butterflies because you know they're going to push, mm-hmm. but you also know they're not psychos, that they're, gonna, they're not going to break you. They know how to take care of things. Right, right. So that would be two, you're right, very, two, two very different things. Versus a complete have, stranger. Complete stranger I would have an absolute fear of. Would I still do it if you told me to? I would because I assume you're taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd still have those two main questions for you. If you were sending me to Master Fire, ma'am, I which we should probably not we be should probably not be using that as an example. That is an excuse True. as an example of that concept. But go ahead. But um, so or anyone else that I know on that level where it's an acquaintance that I know a little mm-hmm. bit of, um, they're vetted, right? Yes. So they're known in the community, but I don't know them. Um, there would be some fear there, and that makes it a little intoxicating and then just a little plain fearful because sure. I don't know what to expect. Challenging, that would be awesome, right? So, But then sending me to, like, Master Griffin and Slave Anne, I do know them, but I've never served them. Right. And I've only a little bit watched other people in service to them. Mm-hmm. So I trust them absolutely, but I still don't know how they require service. The so, uh, and versus somebody like if I set you off to serve Raven mm-hmm, Kildera, right? Separate thing altogether because now we're adding a spiritual component into it. Because right. you can imagine his house is filled with ritual, right? You know, so, so that'd be a separate a new thing. That right? would be neat too. Or um, uh, El Machete, which I probably shouldn't call El Machete because no, he's asked no. me not to. But I, I would, don't know I would probably send you too. <laughs> Send him you to Sir Will, and we can use him. He's been on the podcast. Okay. Right. Um, I will probably send you to him now if that you've done that. <laughs> oh, no. So. The interesting thing is, uh, so let's look at it from a different perspective. What would I do if somebody sent me their slave? So let's say this couple that's looking for someone to send their slave to says, all right, well, sure, I'll take uh, them. I don't know if it's a him or a her. Mm-hmm. I, I probably. It's, I, th- I believe it's a her. But we'll, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what happens <clears throat> is going to be different based on if it's a him or a her. I've heard that in general, male slaves are more uh, sex driven. Finding a good male slave that's not sex driven mm-hmm. is more of a challenge, at least <clears throat> according to the femdoms I've spoke to. I don't know that for a fact. So if you sent me your property with the general, hey, look, I don't care. Just use them for a couple of days and send them back mm-hmm. any way you want. Um, I would have them, the first thing that happens when they showed up. Now, here's one of the conversations I'm going to have with the master beforehand. I say, look, I don't want them to be carrying around their cell phone with them all the time. I find that that would just be annoying. So 
But for their safety, they have to have a way to contact you. So, see, that's my first thought. My second thought is, wait a minute, why am I worried about their safety? That's their problem, not mine. I know they're going to be safe. I know who I am. Mm -hmm. So fuck that. Right. All right, so I've already processed that. So I'm going to, um, here's best I'll give you on that one. So they show up. The first thing I'm going to have them do is as they come in. I'm going to tell them I don't know what their name is yet, so don't pretend you have one. I'm going to have a tub, and I'll say, take everything off and put it in this tub. Everything you own goes in this tub. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take the tub, and I'll put it away. And then I'll say, anything you get, and let's say they're here for three days. Anything you get, you get because you've earned it. Be it a place to sleep, a pillow, a blanket, something to wear, whatever it is, because you earned it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was being generous... As I'm going through their stuff, I might take their cell phone and put it in a, in a drawer in the living room mm-hmm. where they can see, oh, there's my cell phone in that drawer in the living room. So in case I need it. Right. Uh, of course, now here's one of the other things I got to talk about with Master beforehand. Any medical issues that I need to know about. Right. Um, not just are they on meds, but, well, any kind of medical issues. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and then from there, I'm going to fly by the seat of my pants. You know, it's going to be saying, oh, well, what do I want from this person right now? You know, are they attractive to me or not? If they are, then do I care enough to do anything about that? Chances are for me, for the first 24 hours, there's not going to be any sex no matter how hot they are. Because I don't want them to think that they're so hot that they get right. to have, you know, oh, look, I'm a hot young slave. Oh, you've had one of those before. <laughs> I have. Didn't fuck her either. Uh, so, she, you know. She only lasted for a few hours. <laughs> Now, the, the, if the master said, look, I don't want, you know, I want to bring send my slave over, but they're just there for service. Oh, another thing I would do mm-hmm. if I had this situation, I would make sure I invite over um, Master Sherry and some of the other power exchange people that we know in the community. Right. And say, hey, let's have a nice formal dinner. I mean, an, an informal formal dinner. Right. Not a high right. protocol sort of thing, but something where, and that gives you the opportunity to put this slave through their paces of service. You know, say... I'm going to teach you how to serve, and then you're going to have to serve all these people that Master Dan respects. Good luck. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad for them, but yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. That that used to be that idea used to be hard for me. So of, of uh oh, going to leave them in charge of everything, and I'm going to walk away. Yeah. That would be difficult, but I could do that. Um, if it did become a sexual situation, it would be more like the Spartacus. Season one slaves, you know, where the slaves are just, just there to, to <laughs> warm you up. That. They're their uh, fluffers. I remember that. They're fluffers. Oh yeah. my god! So what, one diddled Lucy Lawless, and the other one, <laughs> yes, kind of yes. stroked her husband. So did we actually get to? So the actually, I think we covered the actual question. Well, the other one that they wanted to know for that one, um, can this lending be for an indeterminate amount of time? I mean, we pretty much covered that and kind of went through a little bit yeah. of that, and you know, um, put the, the parameters, was, put pl- plenty of parameters on it. Right. Put enough parameters to feel safe, but not enough to feel too safe. Not well. See, and that's what I was. That's what I, I wanted to to mention is that, you know, me. One of my biggest things is is that I want to feel safe, right? So, but I don't want to feel so safe that there's no challenge. Right. No fear. A little bit of fear, but that comes from the challenge, right? But if I have those two main questions answered of mine, then which is the safer sex and the the safe word thing. Um, don't know that I particularly want a safe word. But right. if they're going to play with me, they don't know how I play either. 
So, you know, that would be where that would come in. It wouldn't yeah. be because, I wouldn't use it because of service. I was going to say the safe word might be, like yeah, it's a physical it's thing. It's a physical right. thing. So, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, if I've got those two, that would sounds exciting. But, you know, we talked about that. We've always talked about this. Even when we first got together, we had a couple that we respected. And um, one of them's in Texas right now. Okay. Okay. So that couple. Yes. Okay. Um, and I had talked about, oh, what if you dropped me off at their house? I wonder what they would do. You right. know, and you know, you know, you could talk to them and, and give them parameters and then just drop me off at the house and that would be sexy and exciting and blah blah blah. And we never did it, but um you have loaned me out to Master Sherry, you have loaned me out to a couple mm-hmm. of other people mm-hmm. for for different things. And I know some people that there was a place called Shadow Find. And it was a bed and breakfast. It was a kid yeah. bed and breakfast. And people would send their slaves there for hmm. training and mentoring. And uh, are you looking at the basement? Wouldn't that be awesome? looking at this house that we've got. Wouldn't that be house. awesome? <laughs> That's the way to go. Hey, I can quit my job and <laughs> work at the space and, and mentor slaves. Hmm. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> now we're going to be starting thinking. But I know people that do that. Um, I don't necessarily believe that it should be done for all of a slave's training because you want them to be trained on how you want to be served, right. not on how someone else wants service. But I think it is a really good challenge because, like you said, I know how to serve you. We've done high-protocol dinners before where you've told me to serve someone else that I don't know, you know, so because I know how to serve you so well. So their other question is... Well, let's get some. Uh, let's do some of our business before okay. we get there, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, first thing I do want to mention uh, before we get to that part is that we do have new subscribers to the newsletter, which will come into their question. So, indeed, we have Mark from one two three four five. I have a feeling one two three four five isn't a valid place. I don't think it's a real zip code, but what do I know? <laughs> uh, Jeremy from Chicago, which is a valid place. Emmy from North Carolina. And Matthew from the United yes. States of America. So somewhere in the United yeah. States. Probably from this one two three four five zip code area. Could be. Could All be. All new subscribers to the newsletter, which, which will go out in the next couple of days, because I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. It's <laughs> good. So, and um, we've also got some tentacle links and some food on boobs. Uh, do you know how scary it is to open up an email <laughs> and at work? And there's food on boobs, and you're like, close, close, close. <laughs> I didn't get caught, and it was hot. So, But um, I did get a Sasquatch loves to send me pictures. Mm-hmm. But this one was of a girl bound in a tub of eels. Are they literal eels? Yes. Did you find that appealing? I wasn't sure, because <laughs> she was bound, and there was a boot on her head. That was hot. The eels and the way they're slithering, I, I'm a... I'm from um, uh, uh, an area of the country where there's a lot of fishing, so I've done a lot of fishing in my life growing up, and I've caught my number uh, a number of eels. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, you know, we cut bait at that point. We cut the whole line. They get to keep the hook, the sinker, and everything because they're slimy and they're gross and they're squiggly, and I don't know if that's hot or not. <laughs> <laughs> so. And then we had, um, oh, Coral Mallow. She remembers that I like tentacles, too. <laughs> I've played with Coral before. <laughs> and um, she sent me a picture of tentacle leggings and a skater dress. They're amazing looking. I may, I, I may have to 
You know, if I could, my whole wardrobe would be tentacle print. I'm glad you can't. <laughs> Far more interesting than that is uh, Ebo had Pixie send me some food on boobs, some cute little chocolate animal crackers that, in the way I saw it, they seemed to be climbing their way across her boobs toward her mouth. <laughs> Friendly little animal crackers that they are. Um, nice. There's probably a flirty things that crawl across boobs towards mouths comment that I'm not quite clicking. We'll work on that for Christmas. No, that's because we're tired. We should talk about why we're tired. Um, and then I had Ashley send me a picture. It, it's, I guess it was a, it's a woman. It's a human woman and a blue alien woman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say she's alien because she was blue. But there was tentacles involved with both of these women and the alien had taken over or controlled <laughs> the human woman with her tentacles. <laughs> it was really hot. I would watch that movie, actually. I, I could see that. Maybe that would be the next one Sigourney Weaver does with the alien. Nice, nice. Although she's done some sensual alien stuff on that last one. Yeah? I have to look at that again then. So, but, uh, so, so, so why are we so tired, sir? We talked about the yeah, we did. We talked about the uh, holiday bazaar. The day before that, we did, along with Barak and Sheba, the uh, three-hour How to Be a Kink Presenter Intensive, which we realized should have been much longer than that, but that's okay. Got to review some bios and watch people do some basic presentations and actually ended up, as a result, inviting someone out to the Power Exchange Summit to be one of our presenters for this year. Indeed. So, And someone else got invited to be a co-presenter. So I think that's going to be amazing. So Absolutely. We had, we had about 35 people, and, you know, three hours doesn't sound like a long time, but we crammed a lot of stuff and had a great time So with those 35 people. so And they seemed to get some nuggets, and someone was talking on FET today about how they took a whole notebook full of notes. Yeah. So I hope this helps all of them. Any of them that want to be presenters, I hope this helps. Because we not only went over how to be a presenter, how to write bios, how to write presentations, how to find your voice, we also talked as producers on what not to right. do to piss off a producer so that you get invited, get noticed, and then get invited back. Right, right. So, which is a skill. And that's one of the things that, um, you know, as, as presenters, we end up, judging ourselves oh did we you know did we really make a good impression but when you start getting invited back to events year after year after year you kind of get the idea that maybe they like what you're doing maybe indeed um i do want to wrap up with this part two of this question anything else we have oh we do have an la grew coming up on january 8th through the 10th you can find out more about that at the la grew fet life group that is the uh gray dancer will be heading over to la and setting up the uh, uh, great answers, rope, unconference, spectacular, which is not exactly what it, the group stands for, but close enough. <laughs> Something like that. So, I've only been to one, but I really liked the time that I was there. Um, and then we also just had a little random message from someone that let us know that um, his name is X Bones, mm-hmm. and he says that he's listened to over a dozen episodes riding his motorcycle. So nice. Now I don't think you're. I didn't think you're supposed to listen to podcast while you ride a motorcycle. I don't, I don't know. know. I listen to, I, I hear motorcycles listen to music all the time okay. well, and they pull up next to me. There so I'm not exactly sure how that works. And cycling around this part two of this question, um, uh, we had, apparently you and I had mentioned that we had never met anyone in the MS relationship from the state of Utah before. Mm-hmm. And they, um, seems that to them they are so far from everything. They've met some BDSM couples 
but they're looking for the MS couples. Uh, fortunately for us, and you don't have to go to the closest bordering states, oh, people from Utah, you can actually just go to the NLAUtah.org website, NLAUtah.org, and um, they have all kinds of MS stuff going on there, including click on the retreat for 2016. Uh, if you want MS, well, you got your Dan and Dawn coming down for the weekend intensive retreat 2016. So when we will that, be in. Uh, when is that? March that is or in April? the. Oh, I hope it's not in February. That is in the uh, March 17, 18, 19, and 20th. So it sounds like fun. I'm just hoping the weather is pretty decent so that we can go hit some state parks. So it's right outside uh, Salt Lake City and near the border of Wyoming. And, and you and I, would, would, you and I first got started. Uh, all we found was the BDSM crowd. We couldn't find a lot of power exchange people. Mm-mm. And when we did, we grabbed them and started cords. Central yeah. Ohio Real DS. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's one of the things you may end up doing is start your own MS group mm-hmm. and see who comes out of the woodwork saying, "Wow, we couldn't find anybody either." So, yeah, I think that's a great idea. So there you go. Anything else we are talking about today on the podcast? No, I don't think so, but I'm feeling kind of wet thinking about the service and giving away to somebody. Well, you're going to have to flip your thinking because we are going to go feel Christmassy and watch Elf. Nice. That'll be fun, too. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. <laughs>